Today's episode of What's the Score is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by visiting audibletrial.com slash WTS Sports Quiz. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash WTS Sports Quiz. Broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man who's neither a Chicago Cubs fan nor a Cleveland Indians fan, but who would like to congratulate all the Cubs fans on their Game 7 win. See you in another 108 years, guys. And now, here's a man who's always able to fly the W, the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. My goodness. November, it's finally here. It's warm. The Cubs won the World Series. I'm pretty sure we're in an alternate universe at this point, Game Master Shabby. I'm a little confused. I think you may be right. It's, it's crazy, but we are thrilled to be here, though. We will be welcoming in a new panelist to our show a little bit later on as well, and some familiar faces as well. We do want to remind you, of course, if you'd like to join our show, you can go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, or to our social media pages, Facebook and Twitter, and sign up to be a contestant today. You can also find the show on demand on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. All right, let's meet our panelists this week. First up, he is the goalkeeper for the Milwaukee Torrance soccer team. It is Nick Barry. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. Good to be here. Glad to have you back, Nick. Next up, he is a former Packers beat writer for 540 ESPN, a semi-retired pro wrestler, a fantasy football guru, and the co-host of the Kilbasa King Sports Extravaganza weekly podcast. It's Scott Wisniewski. Hey, great to be. It feels like it's been forever, but it's only been a week. It has. I yes. know. You were uh, you were dropping 40 hints for us last week. Let's see if you got anything for 41 this week. All right. And finally, making his debut on the panel, everybody knows him as a random grab bag of sports knowledge. It's Zach Poppenfuss. Hey, good to be with you guys. Glad to have you. Welcome to the show panel. Great to see you, Nick and Scott. Uh, Nick, I'll, I'll be a little honest with you. I wasn't sure if you'd be sober enough to join the show today. Oh. You are a huge Chicago Cubs fan. But yes. uh, uh, have you, have you, how long did you party after they won? I'm really Honestly, I, I drove home. I spent the night with my dad and my brother. Um, I didn't go out. I was just, uh, we watched a game in my living room, and it was, sounds cheesy, but uh, words can't describe it. it really? Was, it was just kind of like a finally. I was just, I walked around with a big stupid grin on my face <laughs> the next day, so. Is it kind of like the, the girl that you've been pursuing for years that you asked to prom and she finally says yeah, yes, and it's like, like. Yeah, you're like, what, oh, do, I, what do I do wow. now? It's like, <laughs> life has, <laughs> holy cow. Well then, all right, well, we're excited. Uh, Zach, obviously, welcome to the panel as well. Your very first time. Uh, how are you, how are you feeling about your first time coming on the show? Well, I'm, I'm pretty excited, Bax. I've, I've worked with you before, as my shirt indicates. I don't yes, know if you, the Baxter Grand Show. Thank you so my, much. Um, Another life of mine. Is my my retro polo here? Yes, it is your throwback <laughs> polo. It's not even that old. I love it. Well, we're excited to have you though on the show today for sure. It's time to get this show on the road with our first contestant game. Joining us on the phone to play quotable context is Noah Pearson. Welcome to the show, Noah. 
Yeah, I know. It's great to have you on the show today. Uh, you're going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context, where Game Master Shaibu will read you five quotes from this week's news, and you must correctly identify the context of each quote. Do that three out of five times, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you do get stuck, though, Noah, you can ask one of our three panelists for a hint on one question. So choose wisely. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. Here is your first quote. I'm wrapping it up. This is definitely one of my last fights. Everyone better watch the show. It isn't going to last forever. That was what UFC fighter commenting on their upcoming fight on December 30th? Um, Ronda Rousey. Yes, that is correct. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how many more fights she would have in her after she announced that she would be coming back. But uh, I'm curious, though. You know, do you guys think she's going to have more than just this one? Or is it just going to be one and done and try to win and go out on top again? Um, I think it's going to be definitely... um, dictates on how the outcome will be. I think she fights well. She could Come be back, back again. for more. I think she gets embarrassed Is it, Are again. we going to see a Misha Tate Rousey thing again, or are we just are we, are we done with that? Uh, I think she's going, to, I think I she's going to the WWE. Home. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a this lot time easier. Next I year, like, I think that's your, so I, I think you're right. I think unless she has another 13-second match where she just doesn't even feel like she had to try you know it depends it depends she's obviously been training pretty hard to come back for this so you know exactly yeah and if she's in top form and she beats someone in under a minute i think she can get another fight for well, good it's money good for UFC too. They'll yeah. be like, absolutely. That means more right. money for us. Right. Let's uh, let's so move along it, with it. It depends how it depends how you know beat up she is after this match. I mean, if it's if it's a couple rounds, I don't see her coming back yeah. for another one. Exactly. All right, Noah. Here is your next quote. Never ever lose that undying belief in yourself and your abilities that you've had since age six when Esther Howard signed you up for the the North Brunswick Township Recreational Soccer League. That was what longtime U.S. men's national team goalkeeper during a personal essay to his younger self that he wrote for CBS This Morning this past week. Tim Howard? Yes, that is correct. Timmy Howard. For those of you that remember the USA versus Portugal game uh, back uh, two years ago, my God, two years ago already, uh, people on Wikipedia quickly changed him to the president or the secretary of defense, I believe, on Wikipedia is what it was after his (laughs) 17 save uh, match. It was absolutely incredible. Nick, you're you're a goalkeeper. You've obviously you know been between the sticks one or two times in your lifetime. But uh, a guy like Tim Howard, you know, wrapping things up sooner rather than later, did he inspire you at all from where you are professionally now? Um, Yeah, it. It's funny, um, you know, watching U.S. men's national games, it's always been Tim Howard in the net. So seeing a change now, it's kind of it feels different. Um, me personally, I still think he can play at a very high level. Um, so to see to see people kind of knock him a little bit is uh, it's a little frustrating. You know, I, th- yeah, I still I'd think he's that. a very good goalkeeper, um, and he's still better than. Most of the guys that are uh, yeah. <laughs> in the world today. <laughs> exactly. Know. He might be a little bit older, but he still yeah, you, you is a, put him a up brilliant goalkeeper. going to hold his own. So. Absolutely. All right. Here is your next one, Noah. I got B's and C's. I'm not going to class next semester because I don't need to. I'm here to play. I'm not here to go to school. That was what now NBA player that said those words uh, roughly one year ago for a special called One and Done that aired Friday night. Ooh. You know, I, I don't know this one. You do have a hint if you'd like to use it. Uh, you can ask one of our panelists if you want to go that route. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use my hint on this one. I'll Ooh. just let this one go. Okay, you're just going to let it go. So uh, Ben yep. Simmons was what we were looking for. Uh, one and Done was a documentary following Simmons uh, from Australia to high school in Florida and to his one year at LSU. 
it's it's always interesting you hear the one and done rule in college basketball. You don't hear it in college football. But let's be honest, if you were, you know, a 19-year-old trying to play in the NFL, <laughs> you would get murdered basically. <laughs> but even the NBA though, it's 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 interesting to see how it's it's acceptable. You know, every sport is different. I know baseball and soccer, you can, you know, play those at a younger age professionally, but it's less contact at times and other things like that too. But uh well, I'm curious to see what Ben Simmons does with his career. All right, now here is your next quote. Man, three and one sucks. That was a tweet from which NBA player commenting on the Cleveland Indians blowing their three to one series lead in this last World Series. What was the quote one more time? Man, three and one sucks. And it was uh was NBA. A, yep, a tweet from an NBA player that has a lot of experience uh, with blowing a three-one series lead in the final. Uh, Steph Curry. No, that is incorrect. Uh, the right team with the wrong player, Draymond Green, actually, uh, was the man that issued the statement. But uh, it's, it is interesting, obviously. I did find it funny that nobody talked about the Cleveland Indians. Maybe I'm just an outsider and wasn't in the baseball world as much. But, I mean, from an outsider looking in, it was all about the Cubs. Does anybody, did anybody care about the Indians? Or I mean, I don't even know how long it had been since the Indians I, I, you, won a championship. You know, I don't think they did just because of who the opponent was. I yeah. think if it was Cleveland and the Mets... If it was Cleveland and the Dodgers, maybe even, perhaps. But because it was the Cubs and it was the history and it was the story of the century as far as, you know, uh, from a sports caster and sports writer standpoint, I, I think they just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I'm, I'm literally sitting at home after the Indians won game f- or whatever it was, and they go up 3-1, and I'm like, Cubs are going to still win the series. And I, like, said it really, you know, grudging. I was like, not that I don't, I don't, I have no, I don't care about either of the two teams. I mean, I'm very loosely a Brewers fan, too, but it was just like, it's just how it's going to work. That's just how the baseball gods are going to make it work, and the Cubs are going to freak out, and it's like, oh, my gosh. All right, anyway, here is your final quote, Noah. I can't believe we're finally standing after 108 years, finally able to hoist the trophy. That was a quote from what Chicago Cubs outfielder after being named the World Series MVP? Ben Zobrist. Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. All right, Nick, I'll give you 20 seconds to talk about the Cubs because you earned it. Go. Anything you like to say about the Cubs? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, they're feeling a bliss. You know, you get a lot of heat from a lot of other fans that say, oh, you know what, shut up. It's not, you know, I don't want to hear about it. But you're like, hey, you know what, this is my time. I'm going to take advantage of it. So, uh, have you, have you uh, been a, a true feeling. Cubs fan since, since conception, basically? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, me and my dad's been taking me and my brother and sister to at least one game a year since uh, I was six or eight. Okay. You know, so we were there for the 100 loss season a few years ago. Wow. Um, unfortunately, being in college, I kind of got away from watching a whole lot of games just because sure. they don't get broadcast here in uh, Wisconsin. But yep. It was uh, it was nice to have him on the national stage and everyone absolutely kind of worked uh, out well for you guys. Kudos, yeah, I like it. I like it. Zach Scott from an so, outsider looking in. I I, th- I think I think the Cub fans owe um, Steve Bartman an apology now. Absolutely. <laughs> no, let's absolutely. put it. Let's yeah. just put it to rest. That they that like that guy's life got ruined. From something that really w- it wasn't his fault so that they stupid. lost that series. Yeah, so uh, exactly. Hopefully that can all be put to bed now too. You know, uh, I think I think it's kind of funny that they won because the last time the Cubs won a World Series was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Now a lot of people are like, <laughs> it's did you been know it's four days? What taking him so long to win another one? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, Game Master Shabby, how did Noah do on our quiz? Noah got three out of five correct. He's a winner. Hey. Congratulations, Noah. Thank you so much for playing, sir.
Looks like we're heading to our first break now, but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. So you're sitting at home probably right now thinking, hey, you know what, what's the score? Sounds like a really fun show. I'm really enjoying my time listening. But you know what you're not doing? You're not signing up to be a contestant, and we want you to do that. Go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and click on the contact form or fill out the contestant form on the front page of the website. Or go visit us on Facebook, What's the Score of the Sports News Quiz, or on Twitter, at WTSSportsQuiz, and click on one of the social media posts that have Be a Contestant. You could win a great prize. You get to talk to Game Master Shivey. You get to talk to me. You just get to have sports news quiz fun at the highest level. It seems like a pretty obvious thing, so why are you still listening? Go! Go do that right now! Go be a contestant on What's the Score! We need you! But seriously, though, thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. We're here this week with Nick Barry, Zach Poppenfuss, and Scott Wisniewski. And now, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. Scott, we'll start with you. The Oakland Raiders defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week while setting an NFL record. What record are they hoping to never set again? Uh, Most penalties in a game. Yes, that is correct. And, you know, I'm surprised that they didn't break their own record because since I was a little boy, the Oakland Raiders have been the most penalized team in football. 23 penalties for a franchise record 200 yards. That's amazing. How does that happen? <laughs> I just, and I'm a Packers fan. It's and we the Raider way. Yeah, right? Raider way. That's just how oh it is. Oh, my God. Just, did they just put, did foul, they baby. Put up more know. penalty yards than passing yards in that game? I, they may have. I it's don't have Derek Carr. Actually, no, Derek Carr had 513 yards in it. Oh, wow. So that's, I mean, wow. That's, that's still impressive if you have no 300, 300 yards of offense net. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, I guess so. I like it. All right, Nick. The next one's for you. According to StubHub, the highest-priced ticket for a recent event was sold on their site for $19,500. What was that ticket for? I'm going to go with the game. I don't know the game, but a World Series ticket. That's up to you. Game 7, I want to say. There you go. There yeah, go. Game yeah. 7, yes. <laughs> game Stab in the dark seven. there. Okay, so I actually have somebody that I know, one of the pastors at my church. His wife bought him a ticket to go to Game 7. So, and they're from Milwaukee, so you, the game set was in Cleveland. So, number one, there's all that travel, which is a couple hundred bucks to go drive down or fly or whatever, plus another $19,000. <sighs> was this, do, I, don't, I don't even know if this was like a, a nosebleed seat or, or if this was like the average ticket price, but still, like, that's insane. I don't know, if you had 108 years to save up for it, $19,500 is <laughs> not that bad. Well, I mean... <laughs> Sure. I, I, want yeah. to, I want to do the math out on that now and see, say, and see how much you had to save every day to go to Game to 7. To go to Game 7 for 
$1,000. My God. Yeah, and everybody, of course, knows the Cubs won. Blah, blah, blah. We're past it. All right, Zach, question for you. Uh, sticking with the World Series, of course, because I didn't write the show this week. What celebrity and noted Cubs fan said after Game 7 that his mother died 28 years to the day after the Cubs Game 7 win? Uh... Bill Murray? Yes, yes, oh. that is correct. Are, Nicely done. Can you come up with any other he's been seen at the games a lot and uh, obviously helped uh, instill that passion. He did go on to say, he's like, I'm not saying she's responsible, but she's saying that, <laughs> So, which, which seems like a very Bill Murray thing to say. I love it. Well, all, we're heading to a break, but when we come back, our second contestant will play another one of our new games. We'll show you what we mean in just a few minutes when we come back on What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. What's the score? We'd like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper, for their support. Head over to vavil.com slash en us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Well, hey, everybody, this is Baxter. I just want to take a quick minute to point something out. We've been on the air for almost a year. It's amazing how long this show has actually been going on with all the other stuff that we have going on in our lives. But Game Master Shabby and I have worked really hard, and we are thrilled to continue to be on the air. But there's one thing that we haven't done a lot of so far. We haven't done a lot of live shows. So if you're sitting at home right now thinking to yourself, you know, I really would like a great sports news trivia quiz show to come and do a live event at my church, at my fair, at my restaurant, at whatever, why not contact us? We'd love to come out and do it. Send us an email, wtsportsquiz at gmail.com, or visit the contact form on our website, wtsportsquiz.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out if we can't come and do some crazy sports news trivia fun with you. All right, enough of this. Let's get back to the action. Game Master Shiby, take it away. Hello all and welcome back to the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. We have a fantastic panel here today. It's Zach Poppenfuss, Scott Wisniewski, and Nick Berry. And they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a fantastic show so far. A quick reminder for you, if you'd like to play our games on the air, why not visit our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and sign up today. Playing our next game is Tim Hall. Welcome to the show, Tim. Hey, hey. All right, Tim. Great to have you on the Thank show. The uh, the sports world, Tim, is full of f- uh, funny terms that have food-related meanings to them to describe a happening during a game. In this game, which we're calling Food for Thought, we'll ask you five questions about food terms in sports. Answer at least three of these correctly, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you get stuck, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint, but on only one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Okay. 
Yeah. All right, here is your first one. Uh, and all these are multiple choice as well, too, for you. So here's uh, your first question. A term for a baseball player in a rundown between two defensive players is said to be a what? A, a watermelon, B, an onion bag, or C, a pickle? Uh, I'm going to say pickle. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does anybody know? Scott, you're a, you're a baseball guy. Do you know why? Why is, why is it a pickle? I actually, I have no idea. Anybody know why? I it's think it's, I mean, if Zach, you go you know back to the things. game, pickle, you, you got a pickle face. in the middle. So, so Zach knows. knows. Tell so us, Zach. my, what's popping into my head is, so you used to have, obviously, the, the big wooden barrels, big pickle barrels, and when small animals and stuff would fall into the pickle barrel, they couldn't get out. <laughs> so that's, if I'm remembering correctly, that's where that comes from, is, is, you know, kids or small animals being in the pickle barrel, and that they're in, they're in a pickle barrel. Hmm. Person I feel like, he gets, between I feel like we should give him a point for that. Kind of considering it. that he knows. I, it and even from. even if it's not, I mean, I, I sold him pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in a in a non related qu- uh, question for baseball, the can of corn, which is an easy fly ball, is a term that they used to use for grocery store shopkeepers in the early 1900s when they would have to knock the cans of vegetables oh, off. Yeah. Of the uh, okay, fair enough. And they were they were kept alphabetically, so corn was at the top. I like it. All right, here is your next one, Tim. A pitch that's very easy to hit is often referred to as A, a frog ball, B, a meatball, or C, a really awesome pitch. Uh, I'm going to guess meatball. Yes, that is correct. When in doubt, go with the spicy meatball. I don't know who would want to eat a frog ball. I mean, maybe some Maybe it's why you'd want to hit it, maybe. Maybe some people down in Louisiana, you know, Louisiana. got their frog ball. Yeah, but the fried, nah. fried frog ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your next one, Tim, before we get too far out of the way here. All right, uh, this pregame activity features one player lightly tapping a toss ball to a collection of other players hoping to catch a line drive so they can become the batter. Is that A, mustard, B, ketchup, or C, pepper? Repeat the question again, please. Yep, so this is a pregame activity that features one player lightly tapping a tossed ball to a collection of players uh, that are hoping to catch the line drive so that way they can then become the batter. Is that A, mustard, B, ketchup, or C, pepper? Pepper. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, nice. Nicely done. Oh. Three for three. Thank I'll, you. Uh, pepper. I don't even... What is that? Is this batting practice? Like, what is... Yeah, it's a, it's game, a game yeah. you play... That used to play before a uh, baseball game, and a lot of ballparks would ban it before the game because the ball could go into the crowd and... Ah, I feel like you try to like pepper balls, somebody. Balls like, are a lot more ah. expensive back then, too. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Made out of real gold and not like the cheap copper or anything. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway, here's your next one, Tim. This is a type of pitch thrown famously by people like Steve Carlton and Randy Johnson. It's also a type of burger you can find at White Castle. Is it A, a screwball, B, a sinker, or C, a slider? That would be a slider. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> a slider. I've never really been a big fan of burger sliders, personally. I've just, like, just give me the full burger. I don't want to eat, like, a bunch of little mini burgers that's supposed to make you feel better about yourself. Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't understand, obviously. All right, here is your last one. Uh, an easy fly ball that requires a little effort from a defender to catch is also known as what? Is it A, a can of corn, B, beans on toast, or C, shrimp on the barbecue, on the Barbie? On the Barbie, wow, okay, on the Barbie. Oh, man. Run the run the options by me again. Please, I need to reiterate myself here. Uh, a, a can of corn. B, beans on toast. Or C, shrimp on the barbie. Ah, oh, man. I'm going to guess B. B, you said? 
Yeah, B. That is incorrect. No, unfortunately. Uh, it is uh, A, a can of corn. Scott even uh, gave it to you like a can gave of corn, it. basically. We should have we reminded him that he had a hint. Yeah. And, and then know. someone should have said, ask Scott. <laughs> Scott knows. All right, Game Master Shabby, how did Tim do on our quiz? Even not getting that last one, he got four out of five correct. Right. Oh, winner. Woo! Done. Thank you so much for playing, Tim. We appreciate it. All right, panel, some more questions from you for this past week's news. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you again. Uh, Washington Redskins offensive lineman Trent Williams uh, has already been suspended for four games, uh, which uh, happened because, you know, he failed a drug test. But according to sources, William did not fail the test. What did he do to actually get the suspension? Oh, uh, wow. Um do I do I get a hint? I don't think I've ever asked sure. for a hint. So I mean, obviously, you know, you you when you take a drug test, it requires you to actually do something to do the drug test. Did he use somebody else's sample? He did Your, not. Okay. No, actually, uh, he he just didn't take the drug test. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't oh. take it. Okay, that uh, that's still warranted as suspension now because yeah, he decided to not take it. As far as the league's concerned. Uh, a missed test is a failed test. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, in Washington, I mean, whether it's politics or the Redskins, not much. Nobody can win nowadays, I guess, I feel like. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, Zach. A certain NBC sitcom that ended last year has been getting credit for predicting the Cubs' World Series win. What show was that? Uh, I'd help if I watched TV. You have a hint. <laughs> you can ask for hints. I will ask for a hint. Uh, Amy Poehler is the lead actress in this. That's even worse than before. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know Amy Poehler. I can. I, she's a lovely gal. Yes. Yeah. She's mm. funny. Yeah, it is. And it's three words. That's the last thing I'll tell you. <sighs> I, I no. I can't even think of a three-word show now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. She's not uh, Sleep, sleepless in Seattle. That's yes, three words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Parks and Recreation actually okay, okay. Is, uh, is what it is. I, I didn't get the chance to see the uh, the the episode myself, but uh, apparently, uh, as soon as uh, they decided to throw the last season of Parks and Rec into the future, into 2017, they decided to kind of calculate how things would be. Uh, and the show creator, uh, Mike Schur, said that he'd been tracking the Cubs minor league system. He's like, they'll probably win the World Series by this point. And sure enough, <laughs> yeah, it worked out, I guess. That's I mean, pretty, that's pretty How come impressive. the Brewers are never in TV shows? <laughs> like, let's start, let's start predicting <laughs> no, some just, things about the Brewers. I don't here. know how many people track the Brewers minor league system. I mean, <laughs> you got to be a hardcore Brewers fan, I feel like, to be tracking. Yeah. By, the, right. way, by the way, the Brewers did get a mention once in Seinfeld. Did they really? Yeah, because oh. George worked for the Yankees and... Uh, one of the Yankees players says, hey, aren't you the guy who uh, booked us in at Ramada when we played the Brewers? Oh, so. oh. there you go. There Little, you go. All the Milwaukee fans are like, yes, we went outside. <laughs> I like it. All right, Nick, uh, question for you. Uh, what Olympian recently shared photos of his second wedding to Nicole Johnson in Mexico this past week? I'm going to instantly use my hand. Instantly use no your hand. Instantly. Uh, this is, many would call him the greatest Olympian of all time. Um, it's gotta be Michael Phelps. Yeah, yes, that is correct. <laughs> I had a little help on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were married for their first time uh, in June third on June thirteenth, back in Arizona, away from the media. And then this time they were married in Cabo San Lucas, so that way the media could attend and take pictures and ah, all the which media. Which one counts? That's the real. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah, assuming is, the first one. This uh, is probably just like you know the affirmation and you know. 
making yeah. all, making all the money for the resorts that they invested exactly. in Cabo San Lucas. Exactly. I mean, like here we are. <laughs> These vows brought to you it's by Visa. Be nice to have those problems. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Like I have so much money. Where should we go? Honey, we're going to have two weddings. <laughs> yes, and they're equally going to be expensive as hell. Great. Let's go. I love it. Well, it's time for another break, but don't worry. We'll be right back, and we'll have another round of panelist questions for you. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter. I want to take a quick minute to let you know that we've changed a couple of things here at What's the Score. The show will no longer be broadcast live on Sunday afternoon or evenings anymore. Instead, you can find the show every Monday morning on demand right at your fingertips at 8 a.m. Central Time. Go and download it on iTunes, visit us on Spreaker.com, or go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, to get the most recent show and past shows as well the best way to keep in touch with everything that What's the Score is doing. So once again, no more live shows, but go and download it. iTunes, Spreaker.com, and What's the Score? WTSSportsQuiz.com. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobbo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are. And we know there are plenty of opinions out there, but we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And thanks for listening in. We're broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, and we're playing this week with Scott Wisniewski, Nick Barry, and Zach Poppenfuss. And here, once again, is your host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. As we continue on with our show, we want to remind all of you that you can find the show on demand by going to iTunes, Stitcher, and the Sports Podcasting Network. Time for a segment we like to call Stump the Shibe. All right, it's a segment that we call Stump the Shibe, where we give Game Master Shibe two sports facts. One is true, one is false, and he must use deductive reasoning to figure out which one of the facts is the correct one. Game Master Shibe, are you ready to play, sir? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, here are your two facts. Uh, there is a grand total of 24 minutes played in a baseball game. It's like a three-hour-long hullabaloo, but it's actually a total of 24 minutes of action that actually take place during those three hours. That's your first one. Second one, the two golf balls that Alan Shepard hit while he was on the moon, of course, famously playing golf on the moon, are still there today. Ooh. 
So 24 oh total minutes of uh, live action during a baseball game and the two golf balls that Alan Shepard hit while he was on the moon are still there. The fact that 24 minutes of a baseball game actually seems like a possible answer is a bit of a problem, but um, <laughs> let's see. It's a lot of standing around. Um, I also suspect that since there's no gravity on the moon that those balls, once they were hit, would not stop. So I'm actually going to go with the uh, the 24 minutes of a baseball game. That is incorrect. Oh, no, really? actually, uh, 18 minutes actually is how long really? an average Only baseball game. Minutes. Yes, uh, wow. live action. And uh, yes, the, but the, those two golf balls that Alan Shepard hit with a six iron, one that went into a crater, another that mm. sailed for miles and miles, are still there apparently. Okay. All right, uh, time to move on with the show for our panel to answer a couple more uh, questions there, Game Master. That's right. Zach, the first one's for you. Ooh. The Big Ten Conference recently announced that it would do what, even if they don't have the cooperation of the Michigan Wolverines? Uh, play a Big Ten championship game? No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, play a game on Friday nights in September and October, starting next year. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a big of a pushback, of oh. course, because, you know, of course, Coach Harbaugh uses Friday nights as a big recruiting night for himself, whether he's running the chain gang or announcing the homecoming queen. You know, he likes to go and do a lot of that recruiting. But um, they, Michigan has already said that they will not participate. Uh, Penn State has also declined hosting a game on a Friday. Uh, Michigan State has volunteered to host a game only if it's on the Friday of Labor Day weekend. Yeah, oh. and, and you know what, real quick, what I think is funny is high school, like high school sports are regional. Some some parts of the country, other sports are more important. Mm-hmm. But like Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Iowa, huge high school football yeah, area. Huge. I'm kind of surprised. Even Texas, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Really surprising that they're doing that. I, I I can see why they want to, you know, get in on the no no football on yeah. Friday market um, because I think there is a, a pretty There's big market that they gap, could yeah. serve with that. But surprised that they want to do it in that area. Well, and you'll you'll see like the random like Wednesday night like conference USA games or MAC games Thursday or, night or even, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. They're never too, they're never primetime games. Right? No, you're never no. going to see a USC Notre no. Dame. Especially especially I guess what surprises me is that it's going to be a September or October, and a lot of times you'll have like a you know high school playoff game in yeah. late yeah, October. Exactly. So you're, Seems like you're you know, crossing over early September maybe because it's like okay the football season's just kind of <coughs> kicking off. We'll kind of figure it out yeah. and kind of see what shakes from there. Do you, well, do you think that they have to worry about oversaturation of, of football I'm, on TV? I'm worried about I'm worried about stealing the time from the kids. Yeah. You right. know, and a lot of those families have season tickets to those college games. Exactly. So now you're making that. Exa- right. Well, you're, you're doing that. You're stealing the parents from the kids. Or, you know, like the, the kids are going to be sitting there in the stands for their team, and they're going to be watching – you know, I'm from Michigan, so I kind of sympathize with, yeah. yes, we'll have it Labor Day weekend because that's a huge weekend. We know people are going to sure. be coming around, you know, and, that, and for state, that makes sense because yeah. they'll have people come from, you know, Texas, California, yep. alumni that will come for that game because they can get the weekend off. But exactly. So I, th- I think that's going to be a bummer in the local markets. Yeah, I'd have to agree, with especially you on for that the one. high school kids. Well, yeah. it's a cash, it's a cash-strapped conference. The big. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they make four hundred and fifty million. Of the big million <laughs> yesterday, last year. All right, Nick. Question for you: What often injured former NFL first-round pick recently decided to come back and play some football uh, and signed a contract with the Buffalo Bills? I'm going to have to take my hint on this. Do I get a hint? Of course. You have, you have, yeah. I will have to take a hint on okay. this. Okay. He, uh, he's a wide receiver. He spent his time with the Vikings and was a Florida Gator as well during college. Often complained of migraines too, didn't he? I think, if I'm, if I'm thinking of the right player. 
I feel like this answer is way obvious, and I'm just blanking on it. Depends on who you are, I guess. Yeah, right? Um, I'm a Packer fan. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought of another good hint. He's, uh, his first name is the name of a character on Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that that yep, should give you that to you did, right there. Nope, that didn't help me at all. Sir? Sir? I don't know anybody named Sir. No, Percy Harvin is who we <laughs> were looking Harvin. for, actually. Yeah, see, uh, uh, a very explosive player when he was in the league, uh, even in college, too, of course. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he said, I actually, uh, he thought he was done. But he said, after five weeks went by, he said the next month came, and his body started feeling good again. So he was like, oh, I just wanted to, wanted to start playing again. And sure enough, Needed there's at least one off. team desperate enough, like the Bills, to sign a player like Percy Harvin. <laughs> In a few weeks, he'll be done again. Exactly. Yeah. He'll have a concussion that, or something. Do the Bills just recycle f- old Florida players? I think so. That's, that's why I went with the, the Tim say, Tebow. You're like Tim Tebow. They're like, <laughs> ding, ding, Tebow back. I like it. All right, Scott. Earl Thomas returned a fumble for a touchdown last week against the New Orleans Saints. What did he do to celebrate that earned him a penalty flag? He hugged the referee. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Let's he's, be honest. He's a defender. He doesn't. Uh, usually, he's just mad at the refs. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he scored. He was happy. So, I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes, when you know something really awesome happens, don't you just want to hug somebody, even if it's a random stranger that you know might think you're weird? Like, oh my god, I'm like, so excited! You, like, you're Earl Thomas. You, you you've been playing, you know, yeah. for however long. Was, you don't smell good. No, exactly. <laughs> that's why I got. Flagged. That's why I got. Exactly. That's like no deodorant. You're done. It's like <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Fifteen yards. All right, uh, but yeah, it's very interesting that the refs will flag. For just about anything nowadays, physical contact with a ref. But but here's the not thing: not malicious, In, indefensible. I understand, but they know. The, but these guys know the rules. It's just like the hits to the head, and everybody complains about. It. You know, you can't hit somebody head to head, and they still do it anyway. And go well, come on, man! Like you can't do it. Hold, oh, the big one for me is holding. You know, you've got an offensive line. Holding happens every he's single gotcha, play. He's got you. He's got you, and there's you know six feet of fabric between you and him, and he's clawing to get to the quarterback, and then. Oh, I wasn't holding. What do you mean, Rex? I was clean. He asked me to hold his jersey in this spot and let him resistance <laughs> training. I'm just trying to help a brother out. Well, folks, it's time for me to break up the fun once again. But when we come back, our final contestant will play another one of our new games. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Hey everybody, just want to take a quick minute to remind you to go and check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. It has all the latest information about WTS and everything that's going on. Find out more information about Game Master Shibe. Check out the blog section to see what our latest articles are. Or even go and check out our panelist leaderboard, our archive, and all the numerous other things that you can find by visiting us at WTS Sports Quiz. And if you want to be a contestant, why not fill out our contact form or our contestant form and let us know if you want to be a part of our terrific show today. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get back to the action. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. 
Our Name 5 panelist showdown is coming up, but first, we have a new game called Cubs 1. Here to get the game going is your host at the Attention Era Media Studios here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Just a reminder, go check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, to find past shows, sign up to be a contestant, and see who tops our panelist leaderboard. Time now to welcome in our final contestant. Playing our last game is Kurt Colburn. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I can call you Dad, not Kurt, I guess. It would be a little weird if I called you Kurt. But either way, Dad, Kurt, Father. I, I call you son once in a while. I guess so. I guess only when it comes to tax time, I guess. Well, Dad, we are thrilled That's to have right. you uh, on the show. Um, but but just so, as you probably know, the Chicago Cubs won the World Series this last week. Uh, before the Chicago Cubs did take home the World Series, uh, everybody and their mother knew that it had been 108 years since they had last won a title. Well, um, what is interesting, though, is to see all of the last time the Cubs Cubs won, XYZ was alive, was this price, etc., etc., etc. In this game, which we're calling Cubs 1, we'll give you seven questions about things that happened since the last time the Cubs won the World Series, and you have to tell us if they're true or false. Answer at least four of them correctly, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you get stuck, you can ask... All right. If you get stuck, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint, but only one time, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Here is your first one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908, both TV and radio were invented since that time. Is that true or false? That would be true. Yes, that is correct. I'm very curious to see what the uh, high-def te- television would have looked like in 1908, <laughs> I guess. Two stick figures and an aluminum can. All right. Here's your next one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908, 15 amendments were added to the Constitution since that time. Is that true or false? I'm going to go false on that one. Yes, that is correct. Uh, 11 have actually been added to the Constitution since that time. Zach, you're shaking your head like you know all 11. Do you know what they are? Oh, I don't know all 11. Oh, okay. But you're I, like, oh, yeah. It's I know that 15 goes pretty far back. That's true. That is true. All right, here is your next one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908, Haley's Comet has passed Earth three times since that time. Is that true or false? Ooh, um, I'm going to go false on that one. Yes, that is correct. Uh, it is only gone by Earth twice. Every 70 years. Oh, there you go. That makes sense then. All right, uh, here is your next one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series was in 1908, and 14 teams were added to the MLB since that time. 14, you said. Correct? 14, 1-4, 14. 1-4. I am going to say true. Yes, that is correct. All right, here is your next one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908, the Titanic was built, sailed, sank, and rediscovered, all since they recently won this last Wednesday. Nice. Um, I would say I'm saying true on that one. Yes, that is correct. 1911? I was going to say, I forget. It was the 1911, I think, is when it was... Christened in 1910, sailed 1911, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Sank shortly thereafter. When was it discovered? Was it in the 60s, 70s? Was it that late? Maybe not. Uh, I know. I mean, I know they discovered it, and they didn't know if it was the Titanic at first. They discovered what looked like an anomaly on the ocean floor. (laughs) 
but Loch Ness. I don't mean James oh, James no. James Cameron. You know, an anomaly on the ocean floor. <laughs> went down and investigated it, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, here is your uh, your next one. The last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908. In that time since, Wrigley Field was built and became the oldest MLB stadium. Wow. Um, that's a great question. I am going to go two on that one. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Wrigley Field is old, but uh, yeah, you know, I guess it's not that old. Not, uh, not 108 years old, I guess. It still looks like it's been around for about 1,000 years. All right, uh, here is your final one. Uh, last time the Cubs won the World Series in 1908. Since that time, Alaska and Oklahoma have become states. Wow. Um, I, let's go two. Yes, that is correct. Also, Hawaii, Arizona, and New Mexico also joined the great U.S. of A. Game Master Shabby, how did Kurt do on our game? Kurt got seven out of seven correct. A perfect score. He's a winner. Nicely done. I taught him everything he knows. Just kidding. I didn't. Well, the moment you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out on the Name 5 Panelist Showdown coming up right after the break. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn. Just want to take a quick minute to remind all of you to go check us out on social media. You can go find us on Facebook by searching for What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And while you're on our Facebook page, why not invite some of your friends to come like our Facebook page as well? You can go and check out all the great recordings that we do, behind-the-scenes pictures. You can see the different videos we do with a lot of our panelists as well. And just get to know What's the Score? A little bit better as well. Also, go check us out on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and at WTS Sports Quiz on Instagram as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the three most powerful things on the social media spectrum right now and what's the score is on all of them. Go and check us out today. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. Our panelists have been warming up for their final showdown. While they get ready, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a fantastic show. Reminder, we've got some theme shows coming up for you at the end of the month, a Thanksgiving show that promises to be a cornucopia of sports excitement. You will not want to miss it. You'd have to run into a rock to miss it, basically. You stole my pun, You're welcome. Baxter. You- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Game Master Shabby, what time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category, however, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Game Master Shabby, can you give us the scores, please? I can. It's a low-scoring game today. Zach has one point, and Nick and Scott are tied at two. Ah, Ooh. first to three, I guess, today. We're playing golf scores, so Zach won. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, well done. No, we're not. That's that, not that clap was far too loud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, well 
Here we are, Zach, first round. All right, your categories, uh, starting here with round number one, Zach, since you are in uh, last place, quote-unquote last place, you will be starting us off with naming five current NFL defensive players. All right, ten seconds, and begin. Clay Matthews, Nick Perry. <sighs> I just went into the 2011 roster. Um <laughs> Some of them still play. Perry. Time <laughs> is up. He only got two. I thought you said Nick Barry. I was I like, had, he plays soccer. I, he plays I, I had Charles Woodson, and that I'm was the only name. I should have <laughs> just said Charles Woodson, because then I could have kept going. But I got Charles Woodson, and I was like, he's not current. And, and I was mad at myself. Warren Sapp? No, that's yeah, not it. Nope. <laughs> All, right. All right, Scott, over to you. Ten seconds, and begin. Harrison Smith, Earl Thomas, uh, Julius Peppers, uh, Navarro Bowman, um, uh, well, I can't get his first name. Darn it. All right. Four. He got four I'll over there. It. All right. Not the bad. Not too I bad. I couldn't remember the first name of where. I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. All right. Over to you, Nick. Ten seconds. Current NFL defensive players and begin. Uh, ha ha. Clinton Dix. Sam Shields. Um, now nah, I'm thinking of old players. He got Panic. two on that one. All right, Scott, we'll go over to you now to start our second round. You're going to be naming five past or present tennis players, male or female. Oh, okay. Boy. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, John McEnroe, Martina Navratilova, Chris Everett, uh, Roger Federer, and Arthur Ashe. There you go. He got five. We applaud the fivers on the show. Well played. Well done. All right, Nick, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, Rafa Nadal. Oh, what's her first name? Skip. Um. <laughs> I, I'm. Who are you skipping? Like you're like you're, was, you're, you're saying uh, skip. Like you're looked at Scott. Yeah. Like I'm like skip me, man. Like I don't uh, know. Like, <laughs> what? I had to hit the panic button. Fair enough. All right, still time. All right, so we got one on that one, Game Master Shabby, if I'm correct. All right, Zach, over to you. Ten seconds and go. Uh, Venus Williams, Serena Williams, uh, Maria Sharapova, Apova Pova, <laughs> Russian names. Imagine that I said somebody else in Russian. <laughs> Three. Anna Kornikova, I think. That's, I was trying to come up with Kornikova. I was like, ah, like no, I know where he's going, but I'm not going to give it to him. Oh. <laughs> no, Zach got three on that one, right, Game Master? All right. Uh, round number three. We'll start with you, Nick. Past or present quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl. Okay. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, uh, Bart Starr, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he got four. All right, four. he got four. Not too bad. All right, Zach, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Joe Namath, Terry Bradshaw, um, John Elway, Eli Manning, and uh, Russell Wilson. There you go. He got five. Nicely done. Oh. We applaud <laughs> the fivers. All right, Scott. Ten seconds and go. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Len Dawson, Trent Dilfer, and Doug Williams. There you go. He got five. I was like, how long for Aaron Rodgers? Like, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was my, like, if I couldn't come up with I another know. one well, backup. Nick <laughs> is like, Brett Favre, Bart Starr, just like yeah. shooting around. I'm like, and the guy I right went. now. That was equivalent to the one-foot putt. That's I just like, had to tap that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, as we go into the final round, Game Master Shabby, what are the scores? Nick is in third with nine points. Zach's in second with 11. And Scott's in the lead with 16. All right. So the way our final round works is you get 10 seconds to name as many of, not just five. 
So this gives other gentlemen or ladies, when they're on our panel, the opportunity to come from behind and take people off their high horse. So Nick, since you are in last place, you'll be leading us off. You'll have 10 seconds to name as many current NBA players. Current NBA players, 10 seconds, as many as you can, and go. Uh, LeBron James, J.R. Smith, Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah, Dwight Howard. He got six. All right, six total. So, after those six, where are we standing now, Game Master Shabby? Uh Let's see. Pretty sure I'm in last. Nick so. now has 15 <laughs> points. Uh, Zach has 11, and Scott has 16. Okay, so we're interested. Okay, all right, Zach, uh, you are up next. Remember, current NBA players cannot repeat. Ten seconds, as many as you can, and go. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Dwayne Wade, Chris Middleton, uh, Greg Monroe, um... Three. He got three because Dwayne Wade was a repeat. repeat. All right, so what is Scott looking at, Game Master? Well, Scott has already won the game. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, Scott. Uh, But, uh, let's see, Zach Zach has 14 and Nick has 15, and we'll give Scott his shot. Absolutely. We'll see what Scott can do here. Ten seconds. Negative three. Negative three. three. (laughs) You start naming WNBA players, we deduct points. (laughs) You got it. Ten seconds and go. Draymond Green, uh, Manu Ginobili, Carmelo Anthony, um, boy, let me see. Parker. Uh, why am I bad with first names today? I I won. I'm Tony good. Parker. You yeah, saying, right. I, I got you. Wait, wait. If I name the first name, do I get him? <laughs> uh, first or last name. We, we, yeah, you can't just be like, John, Smith, Steve, David. Today I was in a first name vortex, but I, I still think I overcame. I there do believe go. so. There so Game go. Master Shiby, what are the final scores this week? Zach is in third place with 14 points. Nick's in second with 15. And Scott wins the game with 20 points. Hey, congratulations. I'm pretty sure Scott is still undefeated. Every, the three times you now he's been on the show. He won last it, week. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. He took the Halloween candy from the show last week and uh, stole the, the candy cigars from Peter Wilt. And uh, he still, uh, still is here. So, Scott, congratulations. 3-0. and You are now more winning than the Chicago. I don't know, I don't know who, who you're more winning than. but The, the Cleveland Indians. You've, yeah. got, more, you've got more wins this season than the Cleveland Browns do. That's, that's also true. That's very There's true. There's a lot of NFL teams he's got more, more wins than. But uh, you're 3-0. and how, how have you been so calm and cool and collected and under pressure? Here? I have... I retain really weird sports knowledge, but I can't remember <laughs> things that are important to like my day-to-day business life. So I don't know. I, my brain can only hold so many things, and it chose to hold sports well, knowledge. Well, so. we're very grateful for your, your sports knowledge. Zach, your first time on the panel. Uh, you gave it a good a good fight there. Uh, we we're g- grateful to have you on as well. What would you make of your first What's the Score experience? Oh, it's it good to be here. I, I enjoyed it. I look forward to joining you guys again. Yeah, we'd love to have you back again. And Nick, uh, a better performance from you this time. I think you I, don't th- I think you got second place last time, actually. You were, you were two, on the show. So you're, uh, you're understanding a little bit what the Cubs went through for a couple of years by getting go. to the final Hopefully. but never Fully yeah, capitalizing. When I finally win it, it's going to be big. It's going to be champagne in the studio. Make sure we have him on for show 108. <laughs> 108, I'll be by, here. By the way, just to recap, ask me sports knowledge. Don't ask me for financial advice because you'll be in big trouble. There we go. Now <laughs> we know. Yeah. I love it. All right. So well, what are you going to do with your winnings? Uh, don't ask me. Buy <laughs> <laughs> candy. Buy more candy. Uh, yes, candy. more candy. I like it. All right, well, What's the Score has been a production of Attention Era Media. A very special thanks to our contestants and studio audience here at the Attention Era Media Studios. 
Our social media producer is Tony Larson. Our social media staff is comprised of Emily Heffler and Christian Gill. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producers were David Bobke and Caleb Pearson. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. Our panelists this week have been Nick Berry, Zach Poppenfuss, and Scott Wisniewski. I've been your game master, Josh Shivey. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thanks so much for listening in, and we'll see you next time on What's the Score?